everybody. Welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are back once again to bring you a few streaming selections to watch over the weekend. We are going to jump right into this, and I'll hand it over to Bill. Thank you, Renee. Um, oh, well, one comment. Uh, last week, I recommended, and I can't remember the name of it, like a murder in South Carolina or whatever. It was mm, about, mm-hmm. yeah, it was about this guy, um, the Murdos, uh, Alex Murdo. And one of my complaints was that the, the miniseries ends and he's currently on trials. Like, why couldn't they wait? And sure enough, like within minutes of my saying this, they the jury came back and found him not only guilty, but incredibly guilty. Like, <laughs> it took them no time at all to... to but, you know, and then listening to it, I don't pick up on these things very fast. It just occurred to me, I'm sure this occurred to every single human being except for me. His name is Murder. Ah! <laughs> like, wow, you know, listen, you can't help your name. But if, you're, oh if your last name is Murder, maybe you need to keep your nose clean. Because, you know, every juror that wasn't me would be thinking that. If your last name is, you know... Asrape, that's fine. But when you go on trial, it's going to be, hey, here comes Kevin Asrape. It's just, that's, <laughs> that's literally what they're all going to be thinking. And, and that's probably going to, you know, color their perception of you. So anyway, he'll, you know, he's he's going to jail forever. Um, yeah, so there's the happy ending there. And I'm sure Netflix is, even as we speak, cutting together a sequel to their <laughs> way too quick the trigger too fast on that one to coin a phrase so i've got two unusual films this week and the first one is called and i'm probably mispronouncing this because it's french j'accuse i you know it's yeah it's j apostrophe accuse and it's it's uh not about the famous court case it's a 1938 french anti-war film Remake of a previous French anti-war film that came out in 1919, directed by the same director, Abel Gantz, who's a genius, a visionary. And this is an odd little film. So it's like three parts. The first part takes place during World War One, and it's absolutely horrific. I mean, really drives home what the, the, the horror of that. All wars are horrible, but World War One takes the cake. And then the middle part is this goofy melodrama about this um, survivor, and he wants to end war. And his solution to end war is to come up with a kind of bulletproof glass. It's like mm-hmm. transparent aluminum or something. And I'm never really clear why this was going to end war. I think it, like he, he was going to make, uh, I don't know, armor out of it, that soldiers who couldn't be shot. And I do like this because this has actually happened in real life. Like the guy who invented the machine gun thought it was going to end war. And you're like, what? what? How could that be? He's like, well, you know, we got... Thousands of guys running out there with guns. What if we had a gun that could fire with the power of a thousand guys? Well, we wouldn't need a thousand guys. We'd just have two or three out there. And it just, it never occurred to this genius that no, they'd they'd keep the thousands of guys, (laughs) but they'd give them guns that now increase their, you know, the lethalness to to unbelievable levels. It's like, uh, you know, the scientists, they're, they're just, they don't see the forest for the trees. So anyway, in, in a stunning move that everyone else except this guy could see coming, his invention is taken over by the military because they're like, bulletproof glass, we're going to make bullets out of it or, you know, whatever. And you're like, okay, this this melodrama stuff is a little silly. There's a love triangle, blah, blah, who cares? It's a real letdown after the opening 20 minutes in World War One, And then, oh my God, this movie, the guy goes absolutely nuts. And starts screaming to the heavens 
begging the dead to come back to life because you know war is on the horizon it's 1938 so everyone knew what was coming and they rise from their graves and start marching on the cities of Europe uh, in protest of the fact that all their sacrifice was in vain and it's freaking terrifying people are running storms come out of nowhere he gets all crazy with special effects and you know um also and this is this is the part that just killed people he used actual world war one veterans who had their faces mm. blown off and then stitched together with 1920 technology and let's just say it wasn't very good it's horrifying absolutely horrifying and and of course it was completely ineffective because you know one year later there we go uh but boy this it's it's so good it's so apocalyptic it's maybe one of my favorite visions of the apocalypse it's very low rent. It's a lot of running around. But, jeez, this movie. Wow, it's really something. And it's hardly ever seen anywhere. I don't know if there's a decent print, but it's on Canopy. Um, I caught it on YouTube or something, but hopefully they have a good copy because this really needs to be seen. And Michael Gantz was a true genius. Um, really, did. his Napoleon is also absolutely fantastic. Um, so Joe Hughes, this is the 1938 one. I have not seen the original. I can't imagine the 1919 one would have quite the punch. Also, he didn't have a bunch of mutilated people to work with back then. Um, or they were, you know, listen, life gives you lemon, you make lemonade. And, uh, like I said, on canopy. And I throw this off to Paul. Thanks, Bill. Well, my theme this week is, well, you know what? My mom's a big fan of the show and listens. Well, I thought this week we'll just take recommendations that she gave to me. Mm. So my first film is one that she recommended. It's on Netflix. It's called The Strays from this year, 2023. Um, it is by writer-director Nathaniel Martello-White. He's primarily a British actor. That I think if this is his uh, feature de- directorial debut. Um, I don't want to say a lot about this one. It's not that there's twists and turns because there really aren't. It's kind of presented as a thriller, but it's really more of a drama. Um, it, I almost didn't recommend it because there were a couple of things that didn't quite work for me, but it's a film that my mom and I talked a lot about afterwards. Mm. Um, it touches on, uh, it touches on um, race, class, identity are big things. Uh, and, um, and whether how we identify and and what we and it, it has a bit of a thriller to it, but it really it it kind of shifts more to drama mode, and I think that's where it's strongest than when it's trying to do the thriller aspects of it. And then I, both my mom and I thought the ending was absolutely perfect um, in terms of the, the the very ending. There's a couple some things that happen at the at close to the ending that aren't that great, but. Anyway, um, I'm being very, very vague. It's not, it's not, it's not one that's like, you know, there's not like a big twist though. You know, it's, it's just, um, it's, it's real interesting. I, I like it a lot. So it's the strays on Netflix. Again, it deals with race and class and identity and, um, I think coming to terms with your identity and, and whether you're your authentic self or not, um, uh, it's kind of it is a bit of a character study, kind of. It deals with a bit of a damaged individual, um, but it's it's real interesting. It's it's worth a, it's not perfect, but it's worth checking out. And I think it's worth checking out if you can discuss it with somebody else. Speaking of people, we can talk about films with. I'll pass this to Renee. 
I have been waiting for this movie to come to streaming for so long. And this movie is Wes Craven's People Under the Stairs. Yay. Yeah. So I'm just going to give a little synopsis that I stole from the internet, which is Poindexter nicknamed Fool Williams and his family are facing eviction from their home in South Central L.A. Their landlords are this, they're just this horrible couple. They run a funeral home and they live in this huge house. And there's rumors that there is some cash that is stored inside this house. So Fool's big brother, played by Ving Rames, which is kind of a bit of an age gap, but that's okay. <laughs> um, he has a plan to rob the mansion. But what they find inside is not what they expected. And, oh my God, I loved this movie when I was a kid. I watched the shit out of it, and I just... I don't know why I loved it so much. Even at one point, I was like, oh, some of those guys under the stairs are pretty cute. I don't know what was wrong with me. I don't know. But that's another story for another day. So this um, Brandon Quentin Adams plays Fool. I thought he was great. Now, I don't, you know, everyone knows I don't typically care for children in movies, but I really liked this kid. I thought he did a great job. Um, She does not have a big role, but I... I'm compelled to mention that Kelly Jo Minter is in this movie. And I believe it was just a couple years prior that she was in Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. Oh? Yes. But I think my favorites, it was the couple, which was Everett McGill and Wendy Roby. They were insane and so, like, over the top, but perfect and just hilarious. And I really enjoyed them in this in this movie what i was gonna do is say hey zach but i'll just say hey paul (laughs) (laughs) do you know what other project that everett mcgill and wendy roby worked on together no what project did what other project did uh gilbert mcgill and wendy roby or whatever his name was (laughs) i heard gilbert work together (laughs) (laughs) gilbert godfrey and wendy roby worked together on (laughs) i don't know but uh they were together in twin peaks Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. So I figured that. I Zach might... Oh, that's oh, please, yes, yeah, sorry, excuse me. Oh god, yes, oh, oh yes, yeah, please. Yeah. I, what was I smoking? Yes, I knew that. Crack and Crack. Lucky Charms. Yes, you shouldn't smoke the Lucky Charms. You're supposed to eat them. Oh, and yeah. oh, okay. I but I usually eat the crack with milk on it and then smoke the Lucky Charms. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so peak, speaking of people that eat crack and smoke Lucky Charms, I'll pass this to, wait. Bill. Wait, no, I'm passing Bill. it back to Bill. I'll say something nicer. Yeah. P- speaking of people that have uh, people under their stairs, I'll pass this over to Bill. <laughs> Thanks, Renee. My second film is, is one I really thought I had already mentioned, but I looked on the list and I couldn't find it. It's also on Canopy. This is 1969's Seconds. It's, a, it's about a middle-aged New York banker who uh, has kind of hit that point in his life where uh, he's disillusioned with his job. He's kind of bored with his marriage. He doesn't see his kid anymore. You know, there's a lot more yesterdays than tomorrows and just sort of feels like life has passed him by. And then he is contacted by a company that will give him the opportunity to start all over. They give you plastic surgery, make you young again. They find a body to take your place in some Mm. car accident and they give you a new start. And so he does it and he ends up as Rock Hudson. 
And if you like me, if you thought Rock Hudson was not really all that great shakes as an actor, this is kind of a revelation because hmm. it's kind of amazing. So now he, you know, he gets to relive things all over again, but discovers that, yeah, you got the new body and everything else, but you still have the old mind. The things that maybe made you unhappy with your life are still there and begins to sort of miss his life. There's a great scene where he goes back and talks to his wife, his ex-wife. Well, I don't know, former wife. She, As far as she's concerned, he's dead. Here's some hard truths mm. about his life from her. And uh, there's also a lot of paranoia because apparently there's more than a few of these rebirth people. And um, it, then it's got it's got an ending I will not give away, but is um, your typical 1969 hap hap happy ending. It's this is an amazing movie, and and of course, okay, we all know now Rock Hudson was a closeted gay man, so this role must have really hit hard for him, and you can mm. see it. He acts his little heart out, and he's really really good in it. Um, it's a it's been called one of the most subversive films ever made, to, you know, as a, as a real Hollywood um, film. And I'm not really sure what the message is because on the one hand it's, it kind of condemns him for just walking out on his, on his family and starting over selfishly. At the same time, it does kind of tell you living a life of conformity, you know, living up to other people's expectations is not going to bring you happiness. So I don't know what the, what the message really is, it's it's kind of a real gut punch for folks who are middle-aged and probably a uh, a good warning for those who are young and about to make the same mistakes. Really good film. Brilliantly photographed. John Frankenheimer, who, uh, you know, will be forgiven for The Island of Dr. Moreau for this movie and The Manchurian Candidate. That's probably another one to see. Watch The Manchurian Candidate in seconds together and, oh, wow, just some amazing stuff there. So highly recommended. This is one of those movies that I think of as like a science fiction film that no one ever thinks of as a science fiction film because the science fiction part is just the just the plot device that gets it going. This is really a, a, a character study and a really, really good one. So um, that's what I recommend. And I throw this right back to someone who doesn't need to be made young again because he's young at heart, Paul. Yeah, thanks, Bill. There you go. So my second recommendation, or should I say my mom's second recommendation, is right now her currently favorite film ever. It is playing on Netflix. It is RRR, which is also subtitled uh, Rise, Roar, and Revolt. Though really the RRR are the initials for the director and the two stars. This came out last year huge film from india the probably the largest international hit from them ever the most expensive indian film ever which came to like 72 million dollars which isn't a lot um so the director is s a s s rajamuli and the two stars are nt ramarao jr as beam and ram charan as allure sitrama raju now when the trailers came out, these are to give you an idea. These stars, no one had like they they had never been together, but they they were such big stars. When the trailer came out for this in India, that mentioned that these two stars and this director were together, the audiences went berserk in the theaters. Mm. This movie, so it came out about a year ago. I missed it. It's been on Netflix, but I hadn't watched it. So the the one of the songs from it, Natu Natu, is actually up for best 
song for an Oscar. And so they have re-released it to the theaters. And last night, Shelly and I went and saw it. Oh. Absolutely loved it. Now, Shelly doesn't usually see things on the big screen. She, well, she does, but she does, she's like, she doesn't see a difference. She said, no. If you can see this one on the big screen, see it. Wow. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, another review I heard of it was, it is the most movie you will ever see. And, and that is the best way to describe it. So most uh, Indian films, now this is not a Bollywood movie, this is a Tollywood movie. So Bollywood movie are Hindi films, films that are in Hindi. This is originally filmed in uh, Telugu, I think is the, is the language. I horribly mispronounced that. That's the language of primarily Central Eastern India. It is probably one of their larger, Tollywood is actually probably one of their larger film uh sections and uh and so that's tollywood but if you're not familiar with indian films they tend to be very long so this is over three hours long um the but the action in this is insane the it it does have as many indian films do it does have some amazing dance sequences it has a couple thrown throughout um and basically the director was inspired by (laughs) Inglorious bastards of every anything. Mm. He basically found out. He said, from that he realized you could have a historical film that can be completely fictional. So he found out that these two, uh, there was a coincidence. These two um, uh, Indian revolutionaries, uh, Beam and Rama, not Rama, I'm sorry, Ra- Raju, who are Beam and Raju, who are two, who were two real people, never met in real life, but they were both in Delhi in the 1920s. So he said. What the hell? What happens if they met up? And let's treat them like superheroes. This, I'm telling you, when I watched this movie, I realized Marvel, uh, that's, I've been so bored with Marvel recently. I'll go watch the movies that are like the best they come out. It wasn't bad. This blows it out of the fucking water. The, it is fucking amazing. Now, the CGI, because the CGI is primarily used for animals, but, and it's a little sketchy at times, it doesn't matter. The acting can be a little weird, especially for some of the, the people who play British characters. Doesn't matter. It is one of the most fun, most exciting, most fantastic movies, I swear to God, you will see ever. Um, it is, it, basically, you have these two characters who, who become, inadvertently become best friends, not realizing that they're possibly working at, working against each other. Um, and, uh, it's in 1920s, it's in Delhi and they're going up against, uh, the Brits and, oh my God, the, the, the Brits are so evil in this. If they had mustaches, they would twirl them, <laughs> especially, uh, Alison Doody, who you would recognize from, uh, Indiana Jones three as Elsa, the evil Nazi woman. She is a hideously evil person in this. She's great. It is so over the top, so much fun. It will make you sit there and want to bring down the British Empire. It is the most anti anti um, uh, colonial movie you will ever see. It is absolutely fantastic. There is a dance off to bring down colonialism. It I can I cannot go on about how wonderful this movie is. Now I do had did have only one reservation about watching it on Netflix. The problem is, like I said, it's it's in Telugu, um, and the it. Part of the reason is because those characters were from that area, those two actual human people that, that, that it's based on. 
were from that area. And it's a Tollywood movie. And like a lot of Bollywood film, a lot of Indian films, it gets dubbed into multiple languages in India, and it's released across India. So it was dubbed into Hindi, actually. The two, um, the two leads did their own dubbing for Hindi. It was dubbed into uh, several other Indian languages and so forth. Netflix only has the Hindi version, only mm -hmm. has the dubbed version. So instead of Natu Natu, which is the Oscar award-winning song, I think they're singing Nachu Nachu. And it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's not, so it's like, why? You go on Netflix and it, it'll list like half a dozen other languages you can listen to. You can listen to it in Chinese. You can listen to Portuguese. Why you can't listen to it in the original Telugu, I do not know. So I was, a, I was a bit hesitant. That's why I hadn't watched it. But like my mom said, the action is so amazing. I, I was going to say all these other things about it, but it is just utterly fantastic. It is, it is just the most fun you will have. I swear to God. Let's put it this way. Shelly's like, I kind of want to go back and see it on the big screen again. Wow. She never says that. Really? She and never says that. a long it. movie. So yeah, that's, well, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. And I mean, and this is one where people applauded at the end. People, we were at the Alamo and people Jeez. were just cheering. There's so much fun stuff. Oh my God. It's so <laughs> joyous seeing, seeing. British soldiers getting arrows through their neck and, ah! and being killed by tigers. It is, I cannot go on about how wonderful this movie is. So it's RRR on Netflix, but if you can see it in the theater, go for it. I think it's still, it might probably by the time this comes out, the re-release won't be there again. But seeing as the Oscars are on Sunday and it's up for a, a best song and it's got a good chance at it, they might release it again. Go see it in the theater. You got to see this film. RRR. If you want to see it in, if you get, if you see it, if you got to see it in Hindi on Netflix, go for it. Doesn't matter anyway. There's so much action. It is so fun. I, I know I just spent half an hour saying how great this film is. I swear to God, it is. It, it you'll sit there and you, you'll be like, boy, Marvel films really are crap compared to this. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's, that's my recommendation. Speaking of Indian revolutionary superheroes, I'll pass this to Renee. <laughs> well, thank you very much. So I was originally going to try to go with the stair theme and there's a movie called the stairs, but that movie is really better suited for a theme like movies that don't really live up to their potential. Unfortunately, that movie just didn't do it for me, but it, what it did do is autoplay. One of the most annoying features of a streaming service actually worked <laughs> out this time because it autoplayed into a movie called enter nowhere. Oh. So, yeah, so I'm going to read a synopsis because, once again, they're, they're just going to do a better job than me. So I'm reading it. Uh, in this bizarre thriller, different timelines intersect when three strangers unexpectedly arrive at, the ca at a cabin in the woods and are unable to leave. <laughs> I thought this was pretty good. I, you know, at first I wasn't really sure, but then I found it really quite engrossing and I found the ending to be enjoyable which based on some movies that we have recently seen, which did not have the best endings, I thought it was uh, pretty nice. And surprise, surprise, you can watch this movie on Tubi. Yay. So does anybody have anything that they want to sing us out on? Why I do, in fact. How about a song that's up for an Oscar? Now, oh. I, I cannot do the... I, 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 I can't even pronounce the name of the language properly, Telugu. I could not necessarily do the lyrics very well, but I can do the, um, I can do the chorus. But just to set it up, 
so in the film, the scene, which was, it takes place at like a, a, a garden party primarily for the British, but our two heroes are there. And um, uh, interestingly enough, it was actually filmed of all places at the presidential palace in Ukraine. Oh. Uh, yeah, just a couple months before the war started. Oh. Um, but anyway, the uh, one of our heroes, Beam, is dancing with a young British woman and a and a and a nasty Brit gets gets upset by this and he trips him. And then he's like, he he's like, well, these these brown people, they can't dance at all. They can't do a salsa. They can't do a flamingo. They can't do a Charleston. So Raju grabs a plate and starts up a beat. And then, then they 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 come to this, and they're, they're two of them together. And the Brit's like, "What do you call that?" And he's like, "It's it's not salsa, not flamenco, brother. Can you not to not to not to not to not to vira not to not to not to not to not to ora not to?" And that's all you're getting from me. <laughs> <laughs> But again, it it launches into the most amazing dance off ever. I am not shitting you. For the weekend of March 10th, Bill recommended Jacuzzi, available on Canopy, and Seconds, also available on Canopy. I recommended The People Under the Stairs, available on Tubi, and Enter Nowhere, also available on Tubi. Paul's mom, Carol, recommended The Strays, available on Netflix, and RRR, available on Netflix, or highly recommended in theaters. Yeah, so I wasn't so, I was kind of incoherent on it. I had more things I was going to say, but I was just like, it was, have you seen the trailer for this? I, I feel like, did we watch a trailer together? We, we might have. Okay, because I definitely I'll have it. seen a trailer, but I can't, but I can't remember if we watched it together or not. Yeah, I'll I'll post the the relaunch trailer because it's got some great stuff in it, and I'll post the link to, um, the YouTube of, uh, of the Telugu, uh, version of Natu, um, and it is it is so fun. I I am not shitting you. This movie, and again, it is the most movie you will ever see. <laughs> I mean, it is. There's no no ways. There's no other way around it. And there's a lot to it. I mean, it's 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 about. Uh, brotherhood and coming together across across religions and groups uh to take down those nasty brits oh god they're just so bad they're just terrible it's great oh man it is it i i'm not shitting you this is a fantastic movie it is so much